0: Every episode is filled with actionable and proven feeding strategies delivered by a mama and a feeding expert who's been there and done that. I hold your hand and take you step by step through all stages of feeding while showing you how to implement what I teach you so that you can raise a happy and healthy little eater of your own. Let's do this. Hey, hey, what's up, guys? So I'm coming at you one week post getting a dog. Getting a little puppy. If you listen to my previous podcast episode, you would have heard that I got a new puppy. His name is Kobe, and I am not—or I should say—I was not a dog person. I was not a pet person. I was not an animal person. And now, he's totally stolen my heart. And I gotta say, like, he's converted me. He's the cutest thing I have ever seen. He entertains me so much. He's kind of mischievous, but like obviously in the cutest way possible, and he's doing really good with his training. So I'm in love, and I don't know how I ever, I would, I-, I guess I could have never imagined that I would get to this place and say that I love having a dog, but here I am. I love having a dog. He's a bit of a picky eater, of course, it's like what, are, like, I don't know, it's like I was meant to deal with picky eaters my whole life, but I'm um, dealing with it, you know, kind of, kind of using the same strategies, actually, that I would with a kid. So anyway, I'll get, I'll update you on how that goes probably in a few more weeks, but let's get to today's topic, which is time management hacks to make cooking for babies less stressful. Now, this podcast topic actually comes in as a suggestion from a graduate of my baby-led feeding online course, and she writes, "I'd love to see more tips for time management of meal prep and cleanup." For instance, I felt intimidated by your sample five-day Iron Rich meal plan in thinking that it doesn't seem feasible to have time to prepare all those meals while taking care of an infant and have time to sit down and eat with the infant for modeling instead of doing dishes, for example. And I love to cook and I really value healthy eating, but I've only been able to manage a large cooked meal maybe once or twice a week since my daughter was born, who's now five and a half months old and have just been using leftovers or prepared meals the rest of the time. It would be great to see your five day iron rich meal plan incorporated into your sample feeding schedules with actual realistic meal prep times. So that would include things like weekly time, For meal planning and grocery shopping and include what the infant is doing while you're cooking and meal prepping and where I would fit time in for cleanup, both dishes and counters and baby wipe down. I'm feeling very overwhelmed as six months approaches, though at least I'll have time to ease into the three meals and two snacks per day. Any general tips would be appreciated or maybe someday a more thorough addressing of this topic if you think it would be useful to others as well. Well, girl today's that day and I've got you. I know this topic would be interesting to others because I've asked and I've got an overwhelming response saying that this was something that a lot of you guys, a lot of new moms, a lot of new parents are feeling. And I actually reached out on Instagram and I asked other moms who have been through this or who are going through this, what tips do you guys have? You know, what advice can you give? And they ended up flooding my messages with so many good tips. So I'm going to kind of spell out all of the tips. I'm going to say all the things that I found to be useful for me when I was going through that stage and also a lot of the tips that you guys have said as well. I know how daunting this can all feel. You probably kind of feel like, You know, you've gotten into the groove of the day-to-day, scheduling your day. Maybe your nursing or your bottle feeding sessions are kind of under control. Sleep's more predictable maybe now. And then bam, it's time to start solids. And now you've got to somehow find all this time to prep and cook meals for your baby. You know, And for a lot of people, they might have another child at home as well. So maybe you have an older toddler or just an older child in general and you're trying to manage their schedules and their feeding times and all this stuff while you're trying to manage your baby's new feeding schedule and then all this cooking time to go with it. So let's get into it. And I'm going to start off by saying that there's no real right way to do this. There are things that I'm going to talk about today that worked for me and that still work for me because let's face it, This is going to be a problem always. I mean, we're going to forevermore have to make three meals a day for our kids and then some with all those snacks and everything. And I mean, that's probably going to happen until they're like preteens or teens and then they can do it themselves. But whatever tips I'm about to give today, they're only meant to be suggestions that come from me and from other moms who have, like I said, sent in their input. So some are going to stick, some are going to resonate and some won't. So just take what you want and let go of whatever doesn't work for you. And let me also tell you that these tips will make things easier but not necessarily always easy so I'm just gonna say it's gonna be hard some days much harder than others when of course you're exhausted or you just maybe aren't on your game so be sure to know that this is something that might require ongoing work or practice and yes we should set goals for ourselves many of which I still work on myself but also just recognize when to cut yourself some slack and that it's okay if you do so like it's not always gonna be perfect that's just how motherhood is it's messy and it's hiring and we do a lot right and we do some things eh? but in between you know it's always good stuff so that's what matters just cut yourself some slack so that being said let's just break down the steps to the day when it comes to we'll start with meal prep first okay so the best advice that I can give you with meal prep is to prep whatever you can for your biggest meal earlier in the day. So usually the biggest meal is supper. And let's face it, I mean by the time like late afternoon or early evening comes around, we don't usually have the energy to start this big long cooking process at supper time. Even those who might not have kids, would find it hard to find the energy at that time to make supper happen most nights after working all day. So take advantage of the energy that you likely do have more of earlier in the day. So start prepping for supper as soon as you're done breakfast. That way if the day just goes to crap you know you've got dinner ready no matter what. Most moms do this while their baby naps in the morning but if your baby isn't napping in the morning you can put your baby in the high chair you know nice and close to you in the kitchen and entertain them as you prep you know you can sing to them you can talk to them and the things that I would say for prepping that are really good to um, get in the habit of of prepping is staples like maybe rice or noodles or roasted vegetables or kind of like generic cooked meat like just general kind of plain chicken you can use in recipes and that way, you can kind of put together any meal, um, piece it all together, or add you know any of these components to um, you know another meal that you've made just to kind of round things out. So having these staples always ready in your fridge makes it so easy to just pull together you know these nutritious options and just pair them together to create a meal on the fly. Now, I know for me. The slow cooker was my jam. So I would just kind of like chop and dump all the ingredients in during nap time and then bam, dinner was ready when I wanted it to be and I never had to touch it again all day. And I'm gonna say like, this is huge here. Do not underestimate what two minutes here and there can do. So don't make the mistakes I used to make. Like I used to wait until I had like a 30-minute block of time or something in order to, you know, tackle meal prep. You can do so much if you take two minutes here or two minutes there. It adds up to make a huge difference. So you can maybe like pull meat out to thaw, you can wash veggies to use later, you could chop up an onion, you know, all these little things that you can do in maybe a a couple minutes. Or even just putting something like, I guess, like pre-measured rice and water into the pot. So once you're ready to cook, you just turn on the heat and you're ready to go. And it seems, like I said, so insignificant beforehand, but you'll be so surprised how much quicker it makes things go. If you pass through the kitchen so anytime you pass through the kitchen and you've got a free hand just like quickly grab the spices that you might need for dinner that night or you know you can even take them and season the veggies that you chopped up earlier in like the previous um two minute block that you had free so you know the next time you pass through maybe you take those veggies and you transfer them to a pan and you drizzle it with oil so boom now you just got to throw them in the oven you know half an hour before you want to eat it and that part of the meal is done prep whatever you can no matter how small you think it is do that beforehand and use those nap times as much as possible again this is going to get easier and much more instinctual for you with time and with practice you'll start to kind of get into a routine as to what's easy to prep and what you can do when and you can even start by scanning through your recipe and looking for just um, one ingredient that you can pull out and measure or chop or peel or whatever it is during the day and use that slow cooker. Like I said before, if you have one, especially if you have some tried and true recipes, just use that slow cooker. I promise it'll save the day. Um, If you can just let all the cooking be done for you, well then you can spend the rest of the day with your baby doing other things. Now when it comes to the actual time to cook, okay, here are my tips. Stick to tried and true meals. And stick to simple meals. So those are the golden rules when you're trying to manage your time with a baby and possibly other kids at home and you're feeling overwhelmed. So simple meals, I'm talking like breakfast can just be quick like yogurt with berries you know toast with peanut butter and like hemp seeds or like add a banana on there Um, you can quickly scramble an egg that can be done in a minute and just eat it with some sliced avocado and like a dollop of salsa so it can take five to ten minutes max there's no need to overthink things Um, for lunch I actually say don't cook like I don't even cook for myself for lunch believe it or not I use leftovers and I will talk about um, how to do this in the next kind of tip but Use leftovers as much as you can or have these kind of throw together meals. That's what I call them anyway. You know, I, again, keep these easy staples on hand for these throw together meals like canned beans. You know, I'll just kind of mash it up, put in some mayo and put in a sandwich. Um, I mean, for a baby, you can just do the same thing, but just cut the sandwich in finger shapes. And still offer it that way. Um, I will kind of throw in, let's say, microwave frozen veggies or canned tuna. Um, You're gonna figure out what these easy meals are, and even um, you know what ready-made foods are out there that you could even purchase that are lower in salt and preservatives and sugar that um, are something that you can serve to your baby as well. Feel free to join the My Little Eater Facebook group Um, if you just want to you know interact, talk with other parents, talk with me um, about some ideas for recipes quick meals things that work for other babies that might work for yours things like that so um, you can find the link to that group in my show notes Um, for me I always would personally choose a one pan meal like twice a week if not three times a week sometimes Um, and I'd make one of them like fish even for a really quick cooking time I'd also do chicken thighs or drumsticks on like for this one pan meal I would kind of make the marinade before which would take me literally a total of like three minutes maybe. Or I might even just use salt and pepper, sprinkle it on the chicken thighs or whatever it is and then be done with it. i put it on the pan. I'd put any veggies or potatoes out on the pan as well, drizzle it with olive oil, do it all at once. And then again, once it was almost time to eat, i just throw it in the oven and that was it. It was a lifesaver for me. I'd also, this is a big tip that I found and I still, again, find this to be so useful. I always would have a uh, rotisserie chicken in the fridge um, and I'd use it a couple times a week like sometimes I'd buy two for the week and I'd use the chicken different ways so especially for babies I would remove the skin because that's where all the seasoning and that's where all the salt is but you know once you get to the inside you can offer strips of chicken to your baby with just some like berries on the side or leftover roasted vegetables or you can like quickly boil some pasta noodles just to add to the side for a quick lunch um, you know me actually actually Actually, in my babies, we survived off of boiled eggs. Like, I would boil a bunch of eggs in the beginning of the week. You know, I would sometimes even buy the pre boiled, pre peeled ones, and I would just have them in the fridge ready to go. You can slice them if you want to even go to that length, but you don't have to. And just add that to your meal, make that your main protein, gets a little bit of fat in. It's so easy. And I would call it a day. That was our lunch. So you can see how simple these can be. Finally, The golden rule, like the real golden rule when it comes to cooking and saving time in my opinion is, drumroll please, make double batches. So for everything that you make, make and freeze like two to three meals worth if you can or at the very least just a couple extra servings for your baby's meal so that you can pull it out from the fridge and serve it right away or from the freezer and thaw at first before serving and you know again you can do that for lunches so easily if you wanted to do that for suppers even you can do that so things like chili and casseroles and spaghetti sauce and curries and meatballs all of these can be easily frozen so bulk cook or bulk bake you know using a lot of simple recipes again I have in my baby led feeding online course like I have recipes for savory muffins and egg muffins and pancakes and fish cakes um, oatmeal fingers baby quesadillas all of these things are easy to freeze and you can literally just throw fruit or again some steamed veggies on the side and that's it that's the meal So don't stress about how fancy it is or if it qualifies as a quote-unquote real meal to you or to your partner or even if it's served warm even. Like kids, especially babies, they don't care about temperature so don't stress about a hot meal. Let go of the expectations. Some nights it's going to be a peanut butter and jam sandwich and that's okay. And if and when you can, you know, carry your baby in a baby carrier as well when you're cooking to just make things go a little bit easier and you don't have to find separate time to cook um, when your baby is awake. Now, just going back to that five-day iron-rich meal plan that she mentioned um, in her question, that menu even only has you making one real meal a day, and that's supper. So again, most of the breakfasts or lunches, I'm not assuming that you're going to like whip up you know, egg muffins early in the morning when you have a baby. No, most of this is just under the assumption that you actually made these some, maybe like in the beginning of the week, you froze them and you're just pulling them out to thaw and serve. I do not expect you to bake, you know, things from scratch every morning and or like roast a chicken at lunch or bake a casserole for supper all in one day. That's totally unrealistic and I was going to say like anytime you get something like a meal plan, um, I want you to modify them according to your needs. Make it easy for you so that it works within your schedule because the whole point is that it's there to help you and help generate ideas but not something that you have to stick with you know exactly uh, the way I have it laid out. So... Let's move into the meal planning and grocery shopping kind of portion of this whole dilemma. So having a meal plan, you may have heard it a million times before, but yeah it helps so so much. Let me be the first to tell you though that I don't always have my sh** together when it comes to meal planning. Some weeks I am all over it and then there's other weeks where I totally fly by the seat of my pants. But I will say that when I do do it, it is so nice to not have to think about the things that I'm going to make and go through that whole thought process and the time that it takes. And I'm just cooking. I have all the ingredients on hand because I've planned for it ahead of time. And so I'm just spending that time cooking. Now, it's hard to tell you when the best time is to do this because it's totally going to be dependent on your personal schedule. But find a time somewhere in the week, like once a week, that you can kind of meal plan um, and make a grocery list as you do this. So maybe give yourself an hour. Um, We're getting good at this during the time of quarantine right now, personally anyway, because grocery orders are few and far between and we've got to plan ahead for meals. So I'm kind of getting more and more experience with, with thinking about what meals do I want to be making, what ingredients do I need, and then making a list and ordering it or hopefully in normal times just going to get it. And because you'll need an hour, this is something that I would do either early in the morning, um, even with like one hand kind of typing it out in notes on my phone. Um, There's a whole lot of apps too that are really, really helpful, kind of make it really easy to lay things out, find recipes. I mean, you can make it as complicated as you want, but I was just kind of like, here's my notes. In my phone I just kind of write down my ideas and then I will brainstorm or think of like the things that I might be missing and just double check on them maybe a bit later. Um, So I could do that either early morning or I would do it late evening when my baby was sleeping. Um, I'll probably do a full podcast on how to meal plan in a really easy way soon but for now... I guess my biggest tip would be to think of themed days because that's definitely my number one tip. So for example, like Mondays could always be casserole days. Tuesdays could always be Mexican themed. Wednesdays could always be like breakfast for supper, that kind of thing. So that helps a ton to not have to think about, you know, ideas all the time with no structure. It's like this endless array of recipes that you could be picking from. Instead, it's just sort of this plug and play type thing. So it makes it go a lot faster and a lot easier, trust me. Another big tip I have for you is if you can, anyway, enlist the help of your partner to wash and prep fruit or vegetables or anything like that as soon as you're unpacking groceries. Or, you know, of course you can do it yourself, but I'm assuming you don't have much time for that. So if you can get the help, do it. So things like cord- uh, sorry, quartering grapes, maybe for your baby so it's already you know, to serve once you're ready to eat, um, or removing the greens off the strawberries and washing them, um, peeling the mango and slicing them, that sort of thing. So that way you don't even have to put the baby down to prep food before serving them. And don't be afraid to use canned fruit as well for your baby. I get this question a lot, like it's canned okay, Is frozen okay. They're totally fine at, at home. I mean, with us, we love canned pineapple in our house. So canned peaches could work really great. So for babies, just look for ones with no salt and ones that are packed in its own juice and give it a little rinse if you want even to just kind of get rid of some of that extra sugary juice on it and then rotate that out as a side dish. So again, super easy. Don't think of always having to cook big things. Now when it comes to eating with your baby, if you know me, you know that this is a big thing for me. It's so important guys for modeling how to eat and to have um, good eating behavior to show them how to have good eating behavior but it also gives you the opportunity to make mealtime enjoyable and to implement all of the strategies that I teach in my courses. So, So much learning happens when you sit and eat with your child but I get it that sitting with them and eating isn't always going to be possible. So I'm just going to say, aim for it for sure, but give yourself some grace. So maybe you choose two meals a day to sit with them. Maybe you sit with them for 15 minutes and then you get up and you load the dishwasher. So just work your way into this. Um, And even if your baby hasn't started eating yet... I would get them used to having everybody sit at the table, including the baby, or at least as many people as possible at the same time, and then give your baby some toys or teethers to play with in their high chair while the rest of the family eats. So that way they're getting the um, experience and kind of getting used to the idea of family meals right from the beginning. So you're also getting used to it as well, that you're going to be sitting down and eating with your baby. Okay, so let's move on to cleaning Mm, the worst part in my opinion. But this can be done, honestly, when baby naps or when your baby goes down for the night. Or better yet, if you're really on your game, on the ball... Clean as you go throughout the day. Um, You can do it while wearing the baby in a carrier or while they're in the playpen, for example. Just set them down in the playpen, a couple toys, and then you go ahead and do your thing. Again, work in chunks of time if needed. Don't feel like two minutes here or there isn't going to do anything. I will repeat that one more time because it's so important every single time chunk of time helps so if you have your partner at home 100 percent, enlist their help here as well in fact try and that's a keyword here try to get your whole family involved in cleanup so if you have a toddler at home Turn on the music and get your toddler or preschooler to help with the dishes. Say, you know what, we're going to do this fun activity. Try and make it fun. And, you know, you can. they can help you with um, sweeping maybe. Um, and, again, just kind of have the baby sit in their high chair with their toys or in a playpen with toys while you do that. Overall, remember this. I hope this is a little bit reassuring for you that meals – for babies are just going to start off at one meal a day maybe two meals a day in the beginning and that's going to continue on for the first few months. So after you get into the groove of things by the time you hit three meals a day they're going to be around nine months of age your baby will be older by then you'll have had some experience with this all hopefully giving you time to get into the groove of things a little bit better and it won't feel so overwhelming that you're cooking three meals a day. So I really really hope that helps. Take it easy on yourself. Remember this takes practice give yourself time to work on this and remember your baby has no idea what a real meal is so random items work for them even if they don't sound that great to you as always please remember to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already and i'm gonna ask you a favor would you please review the podcast for me if you leave a review i promise it goes such a long way Um, it means a whole lot to me and it really helps kind of spread the word and bring this podcast to other parents who also would benefit from it so thank you so much in advance have a great day